0: Simon Brookhouse, the former CEO of the Tasmania Jack Jumpers. Good morning. Good morning, man. How are you? We're going very, very well, thank you. Going very, very well indeed. We're just easing into uh, life as uh, Breakfast Radio hosts. So, all going nicely. How are you going? What have you been up to? Oh, look, I've had a
1: bit of a break, which has been good. So,. Um still here in Tassie obviously and uh, just uh, doing a bit of consultancy work with a friend of mine at the moment
0: very nice and you plan to stay here too that's the long term plan
2: for you
1: yeah i think so yeah i love it down here it's become home so i have no intention of going anywhere at the moment
2: very nice firstly mate congratulations on your first couple of years with the uh, jack jumpers are you, are you missing it i mean it's, it's must be you must be immensely proud of what you've been a part of building yeah look i think
1: uh, it, it was a lot of fun you know it was hard work and it was, it was great to see the success and i think the thing that you reflect on most is is how the tasmanian people embraced it so well and i think that uh, if you want to be proud of anything i think that's as important as anything that we ever did in those first few years and um i, I keep an eye on it uh, i don't uh, i don't dwell over it but uh, i certainly keep an eye on what's going on and, and uh, I, I do miss it to some extent i certainly miss the season um, but I haven't uh, I haven't missed the work as such and I've enjoyed having a bit of a break
2: Are you looking forward to going to a game and I don't know, I've been to a few games with you and You <laughs> tend to walk laps. You must be looking forward to just sitting down and having a beer and watching your game as a fan
1: Yeah, it'll be nice to just go and watch and enjoy and um, And and not have to worry about what might or might not happen So uh, I certainly looking forward to it. I mean the, the games are they're very special I mean, I think everyone who's been there knows how much fun it is and and how good the atmosphere and the excitement is. So I do look forward to going back and just having a quiet beer and enjoying the basketball. might get back
0: to basketball soon. I want to get inside your head, though, about starting a franchise from scratch. Obviously, we're trying to get an AFL team here. Hopefully that happens in the long run. But what's the most important thing, do you think, for, for the AFL when establishing a new team here in Tasmania?
1: Oh, look, I think the most important thing, and I think it's the same with all sport in Tasmania, is it's got to be for all of Tasmania. Uh, And I think you would have heard us say that a lot at the Jack Jumbers, the team for all Tasmanians. And I think that's, you know, immensely important that the North, the North West and the South all come together for support. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt that there'll be support for an AFL team down here, but it's it's important that it's not seen as just a Southern-based team. It's important that it's seen for a team of the whole state.
2: Yeah, do you reckon why why were the jack jumpers so successful do you reckon straight off the bat because you seen we've seen over a number of sports i mean andrew Bogut and paul smith will disagree but it's very very hard to start a franchise and be competitive right off the bat which the jack jumpers were why what do you reckon the key to that was
1: oh look i think in terms of the the off court success i mean that was all about building the brand and, and having a great lead in and getting the state on board and, and really getting the community involved and i think we were really fortunate the coach we we selected obviously was scott who who had built teams from scratch before, and, and that helped, so he knew what he was looking for, and we were very conscious of getting the right people, the right players, the right staff, the right coaching staff. And and when I say that, doesn't mean they didn't need, necessarily need to be the most skilled. They needed to be, be, to be able to be fit into the community down here and actually be willing to get out there and work, work in the community and get to know the Tasmanian people and get to know Tasmania. And I think the success came on the back of that because they were all hungry, but they all love what they were doing. They all love being down here and being part of what we are trying to build.
0: Just on that, uh, Andrew Bogut had a crack at us last week uh, and, and thinks that we paid, I think, six figures more than and what they did in that first year of the season when we made the grand final against them. Um, but we had to pay these guys more to come and relocate here, didn't we? If that is the indeed true and in, in the case.
1: Yeah, look, I, I think you know, the, the figures can be a little bit rubbery in terms of we were within the salary cap, give or take, 5%, which uh, you're entitled to go over the salary cap and pay a luxury tax on that. Mm. Um, but yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the first year for us was really difficult because everyone knew we were coming, and we only had a small pool of players that were free agents that we could actually target. So um, we paid what we thought was fair and reasonable and uh, not, not way above the odds at all in any by any stretch of the imagination.
2: Do you think, I mean, a lot of the talk, again, from the mainland with the AFL team's been around... Um, retention and relocation. In your experience with the Jack Jumpers, how did the players and staff that you moved down to Hobart find it?
1: Oh, they loved it. And I, and I think that's the thing. I think there's a, a bit of a misnomer about people not wanting to come and live here because it's a great place to live. And, and the one thing that we found, a lot of our players had young families. Uh, a lot of the guys have got young kids and, and, and it's just such a great place to bring kids up and get them involved and that sort of thing. And the one thing you can do here is is you can live close enough to each other but further enough apart as well to yep. actually have your own separate life but but have that f- friendship with the, the 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 partners and the and the friends and families and whatnot who are here so I think it's a fantastic place to live, and I don't think anyone uh, would turn their back on coming to Tasmania.
0: Do you laugh at the player retention issue with AFL? Because I don't think it's an issue at all. We've seen Josh Majette, he played in the NBA, come and move here, loved it for two seasons, would have probably wanted to come back for a third if he had the choice. I just don't see it being an issue at all. Maybe, maybe for a younger person, yep. potentially, but you know, even that, like they're going to be playing during the season on a weekend, you're not going to be going out, during the week you're going to be training, off some of you going back home.
1: So I don't see it being an issue at all. Yeah, look, I think the world's changed too. I mean, it's a fully professional job. I exactly. mean, you're working full-time all the time and these young players, they're not they're not out in the town every night like they might have been in the 70s or the 80s or whatever it is. So I think that their professionalism's changed and, and you just need somewhere you can call home. You know? And this is just a, such a great place to be. I can't see any reason why it'll be an issue.
2: Yeah, did you guys look at... Specifically, people with families, or because that's something a club can do, can't you? you? Can you can pick what types of people, or if they've got families or characters you want? I know Scott's massive on character and the person he's getting, but you didn't look into sort of family men that would suit. No, look, we we up. didn't, but I think
1: a lot of the the, the character traits come with family men as yep. well. You know, they're they're a bit more mature and they're, and they're sort of more settled in their lives, and um, I think that certainly helps. But it's not something we went out specifically and said, you know, we want fifteen guys with families. You need a good mix, so. And, and a bit different to, I guess, the AFL is the, the drafting determines somewhat of who you're going to get in an AFL team more so than when we were just recruiting free agents. Would you like a role with the AFL team
0: if that was an opportunity that came up for you?
1: Oh, I'd certainly consider the opportunity. I think, that, um, I think it'd be exciting. I mean, I had the luxury of the excitement of building the basketball team from scratch and, and loved every minute of it. So if there's any way I can assist just in what we were able to do and help, I'd certainly be available for...
2: Jack Jumpers for sale at the moment. One, is it a good buy? And two, what would you pay for it? Oh, look, I look like. <laughs> and three, how long until you? Or is it a money-making thing? Or is it more? Someone's going to come in and and buy it as a hobby, if you like.
1: Look, I think there's a mix. There's a mix of ownership around the league, and um, some of them are, are not making money, the clubs, but some of them are. So. Uh, the Jack Jumpers themselves have certainly got potential to make money into the future and um, with the support and the success and the the, the corporate support that we've got um, I think it's it's the NBL licenses themselves is where the value is and I think it's because of the strength of the league so investors would be looking to grow the value of that license on the basis of growing the league and the strength of the league. Which and it looks now, like it's going to Yeah it? absolutely, the league's looking to expand and I think that adds more value and um, the, the price is a really difficult one because you can't value these sports franchises like you would a normal business on a yep. return on investment. You're, valu- you're valuing on the, the overall value of the league, what it means to the people who want to buy it. Um, is there going to be a link to the NBA for the NBL down the track? And that obviously increases the value of a licence. And if you look at recent history, I think Brisbane was the last sort of new, new-ish franchise um, that came back in, and that was around $30 million. <laughs> Um, whereas Perth sold for considerably less than that. Um, however, the owner of Perth was uh, a billionaire. He was in, well into his nineties. Um, he just wanted to see it go to people that he wanted to, to have it. So I think you could argue that Perth was a steal. Hutchie saw him coming. Yeah, well, I think you know Huchy, Huchy and his people obviously got a great buy there, and the, yep. the other the other. Transfer of shares and whatnot in teams, whether it be Melbourne Uniteds or, or other teams, value them at around about that sort of thirty million mark. Yeah. We saw the NBL Blitz come to Tasmania
0: the year before we entered the competition. It's on the Gold Coast this year. Is there a link there? Do you
1: think? I'm not sure. I, I think that there's interest from Gold Coast parties. Absolutely. I mean, Gold Coast have been in the NBL, NBL before, and I mean, a little bit like the, the Devils were in the, the NBL down here, so. It's certainly a, a good place to, to, to consider a team. They've got good facilities up there. Um, I'm not sure. I, I, I do know there's a consortium who are showing interest, but I'm not sure how far down the track it is.
0: Can you see it heading overseas as well again? Obviously New Zealand already, but um, I think Singapore has been mentioned and a few other places.
1: Yeah, I think. look, I think every opportunity has been explored. I mean, the, the difficulty with, I guess, Singapore is, uh, you've got a fairly significant travel time and time difference. Um but, you know, it's a vibrant city. It's a, it's a vibrant uh, sort of place in terms of financial stability and those sort of things. So it, it can definitely work. Um, I, I personally, I think that it'd be great to see a second New Zealand side, um, you know, you go over there and play two games, um, whether it be on the North and the South Island. Yeah. Um, but there's, there's potential markets here in Australia. <clears throat> We've talked about... Sydney, there's a lockout in Sydney until I think it's 2026 before they can have another competitor in there, so that's something that'll certainly be considered in that in that market, given the success of the Kings.
2: I'd love to see that in the Big Bash as well, New Zealand, yeah. North, South. I'm not in. sure why that hasn't happened already. No, yeah. it was discussed a while ago, yeah. well, apparently, so it's a rumour isn't it, but um, what have you made? Are you keeping a close eye on the Jack Jummers, what have you made of the the roster changes? Obviously Josh Majette leaving's a, a big one, particularly for the fans, but in terms of talent, it sounds like We've, if anything improved,
1: Yeah, I think so. I think there's no doubt they've improved. I think the recruitment's been good. Great to get Milton Doyle locked away for, for a couple of years and um, I think uh, bringing in another big in Lee will be really good for them. I'm not... Um, Jordan, I don't know a lot about. I've seen some clips of him. He's obviously exciting. He's a scorer and I think that's what Scott's looking for, a bit more scoring out of that point guard spot. So... Um, and then the the Australian guys are all pretty skillful and athletic. And what they've done is is what um, we sort of set out to do is get a little bit more athletic. Yeah. We, we tended to get stretched by those athletic teams. Um, New Zealand in the finals last year and at times Cairns really stretched just because of their athleticism so I think there's no doubt that the the roster changes bring a more scoring and more athleticism
0: You said you'll you'll miss it during the season I suppose, how will you feel when that first game rolls around I guess and you're not part of it officially
1: Oh look I, I'm I'm pretty sort of philosophical about it all, I made a decision to, to move on but I'd certainly be there with Bells on to watch and cheer them on, I, I wish them all the best and, and I've got some lifelong friends involved and um, I can't wait for the season to roll around in that first home game.
0: You're right to get a ticket, do you reckon?
1: Not sure. I mean, I'm sort <laughs> oh, God, of not God, that's I
0: was thinking. Where I am
2: I going to get my tickets from yeah, now?
0: Yeah.
1: It's, it's <laughs> going to be problematic with all the all the memberships sold out. So I'm to have to go on the wait list and see what happens.
0: Well, appreciate you coming in this morning to have a, a chat, Solomon. And great to see you. you're still in Tassie and, and having some fun. Um, yeah, really appreciate you joining us here on SCN Tassie Breakfast.
1: Thanks for having me in, guys.